Welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking up with day two of our Half the Battle Healing Hidden Hurts devotional. In the Bible app, there's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Genesis chapter 27, verse 41, and it says this. From that time on, Esau hated Jacob because their father had given Jacob the blessing. And Esau began to scheme. I will soon be mourning my father's death. Then I will kill my brother Jacob. The devotional is titled The Seed of Rejection. And it says this. There have been many plagues throughout history, but one of the deadliest was the bubonic plague. This global epidemic was responsible for the deaths of more than 20 million people. For those who got the bubonic plague... A simple bite from a flea or a breath of polluted air was all it took to become infected. Symptoms often took up to a week to appear, so infected individuals unknowingly spread the disease to others in the meantime. Rejection works in a very similar way. Many times it begins as the simple bite of a spouse's momentary failure to meet our physical or emotional needs, or the inhalation of toxic, hateful words spewed by a loved one in a heated moment. Even if we recognize the pain, we try to blow it off and tell ourselves, no big deal, I will just move on and forget it ever happened. Meanwhile, the seed of rejection is planted in our hearts. Over time, it begins to bear the fruit of anger, fear, insecurity, and bitterness. Jacob and Esau were the two sons of Isaac. Esau was the firstborn son, and as such, he was entitled to a double portion of the family inheritance. However, in a moment of weakness, Esau sold his birthright to Jacob for a bowl of soup. Then in Genesis 27, Jacob tricked their father into giving him Esau's blessing. Verse 28 says, Esau pleaded, but do you have only one blessing? Oh, my father, bless me too. Then Esau broke down and wept. That was the moment when the seed of rejection was planted in Esau's heart, and it quickly produced the rotten fruit of hate and anger. Esau began plotting to kill Jacob, so the younger brother ran away to live with their uncle. Years later, Jacob returned home to face the brother he had cheated. What could have been an explosive reunion was actually a moment of reconciliation and forgiveness. Genesis 33.4 says Esau ran to meet Jacob and embraced him. He threw his arms around his neck and kissed him, and they wept. What caused such a change in Esau's heart? Scripture does not tell us about his journey while Jacob was away, but I believe Esau allowed God to perform spiritual heart surgery. Yes, He had experienced the pain of rejection, but by choosing to forgive his brother, he found freedom and peace. Even when our rejection causes us pain and produces bad fruit, we serve a God who redeems and restores. The question at the end says this, has a seed of rejection produced bad fruit in your life? Yeah, I think we've all experienced that in different levels. It could be from a family member, a person we were dating, or a spouse, a colleague, school, bad grade, whatever it may be. 
there's tons of seeds that are always being planted for better, for worse. Mm -hmm. And so that's just the reality. But there's also another reality. I'm going to read it here. It's first Peter chapter two, verse nine. And it says this, but you are not like that for you are a chosen people. You are a royal priest, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. Mm -hmm. And so we need both. It's important to understand the reality that life is hard and life hits us, hits us hard, you know. But at the same time, we don't have to become hardened from hardship. Yeah. And so sometimes I think that, that, that hitting us can be tenderizing us versus hardening us. And it can lead us to show God's love mercy to other people yeah. versus showing pain back to them. I'm sure you all have heard the quote, hurt people, hurt people, but let's not be like that. Mm -hmm. God calls us a royal priesthood, a holy nation, and God is calling us out of the darkness into the light. And so we can do what Esau did, which is we can take pains that are errors that other people have, have thrown at us. And we can say, I, okay, I understand we're all broken people. I'm not going to allow myself to be treated in a way that would be bad for me or toxic, but I am willing to forgive and let go of that bitterness and resentment and poison that I'm holding on to. Yeah. And it's through God's strength that we do that. I think a lot of times when it comes to forgiveness and not allowing certain things that people say or certain things that they've done to like really take a deep root in our heart, when we try to operate and pull those roots out by ourselves, it's so hard, but through the power of the Holy Spirit, that process looks different. And it's not necessarily even to say that it's going to be like a one-time prayer and it's all fixed. It might be a process that you have to walk through with Jesus. It might require some ugly tears and some nights where you're like wrestling with it with God, but the process is so worth it because those seeds of bitterness and anger and unforgiveness, they're only poisoning your own life. They're only hurting you. They're not hurting the other person. And so I just think that remembering what it looks like to actually live out what it means to be children of light means, okay, I cannot control what happened to me, but I can control Number one, whether or not I allow it to seep into my heart. And number two, how I respond to the situation. And then also how I pray for that person. We are called to pray for the people who hurt us. And I can tell you from experience that that has been some of the most healing for me is when someone has like hurt me or they've said something or they've wronged me or whatever. I have to get to the place with God where I am genuinely praying for their good. And mm -hmm. I feel like once I can get to that place, I'm like, okay, God has done his work. Yeah. It makes me think of this quote. I don't know who said it. So sorry about that. But there's a quote that says to err is human to forgive is divine. Mm -hmm. And the whole point of it is, is to make errors is a part of the human condition, mm -hmm. but to be able to forgive human errors is divine. And so if we're unable to forgive those human errors, then we're responding to our flesh. Mm -hmm. But if we are able to forgive them, then we're responding to our spirit. So good. And as believers with the Holy Spirit residing in us, as us being a temple of the living God, don't we want to reflect that to other people the way Jesus reflected that to us and gave it to us? So good. Want to praise that out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your mercy Father, we thank you for your transforming grace. Father, we just 
come to you right now in full transparency and full honesty and we bring our hurts and our wounds to you and we ask you to heal our hearts, Father, to uproot any seeds or weeds of unforgiveness and bitterness and anger, Father, and replace them with mercy and tenderness and grace. Father, would you remind us how much you have forgiven us and help us extend that same forgiveness to others. Father, we want to be a conduit of your grace. We want to walk as children of light. We want to look different, Father. And that's how we look different, is we forgive and we give grace, just like you have given to us. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Good eye, Mike.